Hello and welcome to News Shorts, the bite-sized podcast from Performance Marketing World, where the editorial team gets behind the scenes of the news and views from the industry, all packaged in less than 10 minutes. I'm Lucy Shelley, Multimedia Editor at PMW, and today we are talking with our editor on his work on our latest playbook series for travel brands. Hello Robin, how are you doing? I'm great. It's great to be back here, but I don't know about you. I need a holiday. I am dying for a holiday. It is February. It is miserable. I need some sunshine. Yeah, I I hear your boss is an absolute nightmare as well. Get me away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, that's why I've written um, PMW's latest playbook series all about travel. Some light reading for us, something for us to enjoy. It is light reading. It is light reading. It's actually a lot of fun to read. What were the surprising findings from your travel report? Well, uh, gloomy January and and not quite so gloomy February are are often the most popular times for travel ads. We we all know that. We all see the ads on TV and on billboards and on our social media ads and on search engines um, wanting to whisk us away to warmer climes or to nice bustling weekend breaks. And we wanted to look at, take a bit of a deeper dive into that and look at it for this year with everyone worrying about the cost of living crisis and to see what uh, the latest practices are for performance marketers. So you asked me what the most interesting finding was, the one that kind of surprised me the most. Well, it was that um, travel is the luxury that people just won't give up. Out of everything else, um, you might just forego that that car, that new car you wanted, or you might scale back on your summer wardrobe. I, I do that every year. I have the same pair of shorts for the last 10 years. But what we found is that when we ask consumers, they said, you can take my, my summer holiday out of my cold, dead hands. I'm keeping it no matter how poor I am. That's basically what they said. And is this true for the across the globe? It, we looked primarily at the UK for this one. Um, but what we found was that we looked at travel search volumes with our partner, um, Media Vision. And what we found was that travel searches, are their growth is outpacing every other vertical going for 2023, which shows that the appetite for adventure is, is staying with us. And people are basically looking to make their money go a little bit further, though. If, if you're curious, the two other sectors that were quite close to, to travel were the fashion sector and the pharmaceutical sector, which probably says more about our nation's health, and that's a whole other podcast, but we can go into that <laughs> another time. The good news for performance marketers is that although people are probably looking to cut back on the holidays, a lot of those searches were for cheap flights and cheap holidays, where average order, average order volumes are going down, there is a whole host of new performance marketing channels and technology which can pick up the slack. Um, so we can, we're seeing advertisers using more ad tech and stuff to, to, to get more out of their ad spend and, and make sure their money's hitting the right target audience. And so you quizzed 5,000 UK consumers on which ad formats are most likely to influence their travel purchases. And what did you find that they said? Yes, and for this report, we spoke to a whole host of different um, data companies to get a really diverse view of, of, of opinions and stuff. But this one, we spoke to LootMe, um, who interviewed 5,000 um UK consumers and we went it's basically old school market research we can forget about um, attribution and stuff we just asked the customer directly which adverts are most likely to influence your traveler purchases um, and we did find that on average search is still uh, the most effective way to influence customer purchases with 41% saying that that would be their, their 
best way to reach them. Uh, it did it did indicate though that um, that duopoly of, of Google and Facebook is, is less is less powerful than it used to be, and a lot of new channels are up and coming. Particularly, um, consumers talked about um, paid social ads and ads they saw on on connected TV, um, often in those sort of TV old school TV commercial slots on a connected TV channel. Also, in the report, we're not going to give everything away. It's actually loads and loads mm. of insights um, across the board. And um, so do, do give it a read. Um, we did break down which channels marketers are looking to invest most in in 2023. And there's some quite eye-opening stats there. We spoke to um, Gonka Babani, who is Kantar's Global Media Director at Kantar Insights. Her findings were that some channels like TV and out of home, for their investment as a percentage of overall spend, have a lower return of impact for brand awareness, associations and motivations, where she found other channels like Point of Sale and Facebook were outperforming by that metric for travel. So it's it's interesting to see, again, some of these more performance-led channels are doing particularly well in um, at the moment. Um, the other thing we found is one of my favourite channels. I talked about this in the last podcast, um, <laughs> Digital Out of Home. You love um, programmatic. I, I, I love, I do, <laughs> yes. I, I can't stop talking about it. I was, yeah, um, it, it's a really interesting area because it's uh, an old school technology that's becoming more measurable and we see it as we're out and stuff. That is working particularly well for travel ads um, and you can see that with lots of day partying and, you know, pitching to people when it's raining with a perfect uh, summer getaway. You can see the power of that. So so you say that 41% of consumers say that search is most likely to influence their travel purchase, but I would say that any kind of advertising for me with travel in it is going to, I'm very influenceable as a consumer. Yeah, I mean, travel is an interesting one because it's a one, at one end, it's a very much a high ticket item. Uh, it's, it's one of your biggest expense, expenditures of the year um, buying your holiday. But at the same time, you can also be very susceptible to you know, influences. You can be very susceptible to just something that come, hits you out of the blue. And um, that was pointed out in our, in our, our panel, talked about this. Um, Anna Slater, um, Senior Global Industry Director at, at Travel at Teeds, um, said this, that... Uh, Unlike other purchases, quite often the consumer is unaware they are in the market for holiday. So each channel has a value and a potential to be that funnel to booking something. Um, it can be that trigger. And that, that is true. I think we we all can just suddenly, we don't realise we're looking for holiday till we see it. And we don't realise where our next destination will be till we see the beautiful Indian Ocean or, or some rolling Welsh hills. Exactly. I mean, who doesn't want to go on a holiday? Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that sentence. I, I really don't need a holiday right now. I'm really not in the mood I for really, a bit of beach. <laughs> I really want to work another four months. Sand is annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, which brands are getting it right in their travel campaigns at the moment? Yeah, we, we did a bit of art and science with this part of our, our research. We wanted to bring it to life with some real-world examples. So we spoke to System One, who do a lot of um, analysis of video ad campaigns. And if you read our report, we look at 17 different um, travel ad commercials and the reasons why they have um, short-term impact on sales, a long-term market value, and brand recognition. And you can start to see some patterns on what really works well in travel ads. And I do recommend you, you read that section. And uh, we also did a slightly less scientific one. We just asked some of our panel of travel experts what they thought were the best campaigns they've seen in the last year. One that came up repeatedly was actually one of my favourites as well. It's not strictly a performance marketing campaign, but it's it's it looks a bit like one because they've done multiple versions. And that is the BA, a British original campaign. Um, and a lot of you will have seen this, particularly out of home, where British Airways runs ads 
that uses that traditional reasons for travel, which you get on often travel forms, um, which is business or leisure. And mm-hmm. it always adds a third option, which it's done 500 variations of, which is very performance marketing, uh, a bit like dynamic creative optimization, but mm-hmm. more for brand recognition purposes. And some of those reasons are, are fantastic, you know, just um, because this weather sucks or the or it's not you, London, it's me. Um, and, and my favorite was I want to eat a tomato that actually tastes like a tomato. Mm, um, I can imagine it didn't take very long to come up with a list of 500 options to go traveling. Yeah, and, and, and that that's, that's just shows you um, why it's so easy because there's millions of reasons why we travel. I mean, that leisure reason. Um, and it wasn't just a poster campaign. It was a video campaign where there were performance marketing elements to it. And I recommend you watch some of these videos. We have them in the report. Some of them are quite touching, like because I'm an auntie for the first time or something like that. And they're, they're really nice adverts. That's what's so exciting about this report. It's something you can actually imagine yourself in. You can watch, you know, read about these holidays and dream and hope that you are there and probably end up booking one. Well, thank you, Robin, for talking us through the performance marketing playbook for travel brands. And thank you all for listening to today's news short and listen to our latest episode of Attention Seekers on our website and join us next time where we talk to John Evans from System One about the Super Bowl.